I'm Noah. I'm Henry. Uh, this is the What's Going On podcast, episode number two. Today is March 2nd, 2017. Uh, the podcast episode, the first one, that has been deleted into the archives. So we're going to, this is the first, but also the second. Uh, so this is a recap of the week and other things that have happened recently. Uh, so Henry, the big thing that happened was the Trump's uh, State of the Union light, basically the joint session speech to Congress. What was your biggest takeaway from Trump's speech? He's making America great again, apparently. <laughs> but um, honestly, when I watched, to be honest, I couldn't watch the whole thing because I, I kind of seen through the message or messages he was he was like non verbally saying. So like, instead of directly saying that we're moving or we got ten thousand dollars in the stock market he said we gave billions and i'm like bro yeah, like yeah, give yeah. me exact percentages <laughs> uh, so that's what kind of ticked me off he was kind of speaking around the bush instead of yeah, speaking directly at the bush instead of saying like okay this is how we're gonna take on the gun laws because uh, i recently realized something about florida extending the gun law yeah staying a gun law now but anyway the point here is like he didn't really say much of anything. He just said yeah. a lot of nothing, and that kind of frustrated me because it yeah. wasn't direct or straight to the point, or it didn't answer any of my concerns. Nah, like yeah, like you were like when we were texting during the speech, like you were actually like full on raging, <laughs> like you were having like some real moments. But like my thing was like, um, it's nothing like he hadn't said, and like what kind of annoyed me about like, like the speech, like okay, like it wasn't. The way he presented it was better compared to his other standards of, like, just going up there and throwing fireballs. But, like, it was more composed, but the message was, like, the, the same. same. So, it's, like, first off, like, I don't even know if you know. Like, he started it off, like, with a lie. He was, like, yeah, there are 94 million people, like, out of the workforce. And it's, like, okay, that's true if you count, like, children, retired people. Okay. So, he was, like, trying to, like... So Being like very indirect. Yeah, so he's trying to make this point of like, oh, the economy's in shambles. Like, it's not great, but and it's that's, not bad. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's what I kind of I kind of got the same message because like he was basically shaming Obama's campaign to just kind of yeah sum it up because it was kind of like, oh, we're doing this better than hit this guy. Believe and, me. And like I read in the Express newspaper the other day, you know, the little free yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. Uh, the. The like front page said uh, Trump's cleanup crew, and then it had the vice president and like two members of his cabinet. I don't know, but like what I'm realizing is like his cabinet is nothing besides billionaires who don't know it's yeah. what they're doing, and that's kind of my problem because it's like how am I supposed to um, trust or even have confidence that this yeah. government is not looking out for not only like minorities but like the whole classism system in America yeah. because it's like I'm middle class I come from a middle class family so most of the laws are gonna pertain to us like this healthcare bill that's yeah that affects yeah middle and low class exactly um, so that's just like a concern of mine it's like he he's only vocalizing or yeah having an opinion on a like small percentage of Americans right yeah and like yeah. yeah, like my thing was like he's blowing a lot of smoke, but like I think I think now we're actually starting to get like a glimpse of. I mean, though he he said the same stuff. He made references about you know the Affordable Care Act to say like we're gonna basically like 
repeal it, and then everyone kind of he's basically it. doing what he said he's going to do. He's going to try and like um, this actually happened today, and I just found this out. Like apparently they have a bill to repeal it as in the house, but like apparently it's in like a it's in like apparently quote unquote like a lock and key. Mm-hmm. So apparently there was a set a, a Republican senator who's pretty like on the fence about even like voting on it and he basically said he tried to see the bill mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let him that's the thing <laughs> so like you watched the 13th right yeah i did so like that opened my mind to so much bs that happens with uh politics because <laughs> when i was watching it i just became amazed like oh my god wow because like I'm in this class now and we're doing this project on this thing of ground law, so I might mention it a few times. Yeah. But the point here is like we're doing this whole research analogy analysis, having to reach out to legislators and people who actually support the bills and like advocacy advocacy groups and all of those great things. But like learning the process of what it takes it's to hard. make a bill and it's kinda like it's Well, you easy. know the it's teacher. Not, it's not oh yeah. <laughs> but like the thing is like it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not and then when you have like these representatives who we vote on who are supposedly writing these bills but they support mass incarceration or they support like yeah, a, yeah. like a, a tax hard. increase on yeah. mid the middle class or a a tax decrease for businesses which are making millions of dollars yeah. you know yeah, not, it's like a double edge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at with him is, yeah. yeah and like I think like that's the hardest thing is like even when I was watching it I was kind of feeling the same way you were but I think and this is why I think a lot of people kind of got not messed up because it's how they feel about the speech but like because he wasn't like going off the wall mm-hmm. everyone was like oh like it's a great speech and it's mm-hmm. like he's not like saying he's much. Saying, nah, like it's not even that like he's he's saying the same thing it's like it's like he's like oh he's more presidential and it's like I would hope a president could be presidential whatever that means but like it's a kind of thing like where we're judging him on like the political theater exactly. aspect of it. Like, exactly. oh, he just didn't go exactly. up there and start railing on the media. He exactly. actually talked about stuff. Exactly. But there was no substantive Anything. thing. So like exactly. he said, like, okay, we're gonna do this. How are you gonna do that? We're gonna have like an infrastructure bill. Like you have to have something with Congress with that. Like he didn't go And that into brings me to like I guess since the first episode which never got published <laughs> Oh, it kind of like because okay, so I know a little bit about politics and the Constitution. I'm not. I'm more so like a civil rights person, you know. Yeah. So like, when they were nominating somebody for the cabinet, I learned that the Constitution literally says the only job of the vice president is to break a tie. In or a, like, yeah, in he, a sense. yeah, yeah. His, his, and that's how yeah. when the cabinet piss got confirmed. Yeah, for education secretary Betsy DeVos. Yeah. Yeah. So with her recent statements, oh, good, 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 good transition. Um, <laughs> I've just been concerned or like questioning the direction of America because it's like we always say white America, or black America. What about Latino or? Uh, or freaking Malaysian or whatever other type of America so like when we only judge it on a white and black pedestal is like what's actually going on because her statements the other day were could have been a physical because like you don't know what they you're talking about right clearly you don't know the struggle we endure on a daily basis to receive an education and not only that I would say like the I guess the the statement that keeps floating around social media 
um, of her just saying like it's a privilege to go to these schools. Right. It's like, and then and then to give more context, she also said that, um, and she's she's a billionaire. So basically, she said that um, historically, black colleges and universities um, are a prime example or a good example of school choice, which she's uh, which she's in favor of. So basically, school choice is you increase access to. Um, charter schools and private schools kind of through public money but she did that in Michigan and the results weren't really that good it basically it's almost like saying oh you can you know you you might have a option between two fast food places I'm going to give you 10 so I'm going to increase the quantity but that doesn't exactly increase the quality right so that happened so she basically said that HBCUs are a good example of school choice which is it just seemed like she it I don't think it was doesn't understand, it wasn't racist yeah, right. it's just, it's just you like, don't really fully understand the context of and I think, why these yeah. schools were founded in the first place and I think that's more like you've heard of who Ruby Bridges is right yeah we all know that story but my question is do you know that story yeah no I think like for at least for DeVos I think um I don't think she said it with like some intent. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as I know, to like be like, "Oh, I'm gonna show." Like, I agree, I agree. But like, I think that what's more alarming is that she doesn't understand. And I think that um, you know, for you to say like that, HBCUs are a proponent of school choice. Well, we, we didn't have a choice. <laughs> like, we couldn't get like we couldn't go to University of Michigan, University right, of Harvard. Like, we right. had to. You know, HBCUs were the only option. That's why they were. That's why they developed because they were. They weren't just getting, you know, a certain type of black mind they were getting every black mind that's, that's the only thing you know what's crazy you know i was like just doing a little research but trump pence make america great again they actually have a whole like it was released october 31st 2016 they have a whole new deal for black people yeah i saw that yeah yeah and i was reading it and i was like it's very vague her statements actually go along with number one great but, education through school choice yeah, and and, and and that was even before DeVos was selected. Exactly. So like, yeah, so that's really, exactly. So what really what weird. brings I like what's been brought to my attention is like if more people were actually aware and like read like the policy was actually getting done, we wouldn't have a lot of confusion. Like the photo op they did with the HBCU presidents in the Oval Office. Okay, yeah, if we can get into that. Now. Like like and then like white America had controversy with the way the girl who took the picture I don't know her name Kelly yeah she's a uh, counselor to the front. yeah so they like they had a problem with how she was sitting on the chair that's that's a non-story to me like that's that, that's it, irrelevant it, right it's, it's it's just funny though it, this to me is very funny because her legs were like she was taking a picture and I seen her take the picture but the video I seen were just like black people surrounding this white man and they were just smiling and I was assuming like okay these are HBCU presidents yeah. but what's like, the purpose I'll say that I'll you know say this I think um, I think it was one I think you know it's an opportunity to be in front of the president I think for um, and we can get into like the Howard kind of effect in a second but I think that for you know if you're the president especially of a local HBCU like if you were you know I know Morris Brown's still not a school but if Morris Brown's still not nah, school H- uh, what's in it? Hampton's president. All, he went yeah. like not that day, but that I've seen an article. Yeah, another day. He went another day, and but like, like um, yeah. So like, if you're a president of, of these schools, you can't not go. That's what he was saying. That's you basically can't, what he was saying. I think that they can they can view him skeptically, but I think that it's a part of your job to represent not only your school, your alumni, but most importantly, your students. And I think exactly. if you're not in their face advocating for that, exactly. and even if you don't get that chance, I'd rather you go and it not work than for you to not go. And then what if all of a sudden some of the schools who went 
get something out of it. That's and then you're sitting yeah. there outside like, oh, well, I was on, you know, I think that oftentimes we can get kind of on a, like a moral high horse, which I think is important. I think it's important to say like, okay, we're going to feel this out. We're not going to jump into it like, you know, oh, we're, you know, we're with him and, you know, we agree with everything. I don't think you have to say that. I think you can go and you can advocate for your stakeholders, for your university, for your students, but I don't think, and it, you are walking a fine line. Like, I can, I can understand that, and they're, they're put in a hard position by that, right. but I think that at the end of the day, you have a job to do. That, and that's <laughs> literally and that's his statements job. were, um, Harvey, who's the president of, of Hampton. Like Hampton or whatever, he was literally like, you need to be around the table. Even though I was a, a very staunch supporter of President Obama, when President Trump invites me, I'm yes, I'm going to go in. Yeah. And I completely agree because it's like the response Howard students Yeah. Pos- like okay, let's talk about Howard. But but I, I think to add to add context to one thing. I think that um also I think it's important to note that if you ask um, you know, people who are probably with like the United Negro College Fund right. or Urban Marshall or a lot of HBCU presidents, they don't even as loving and probably as 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 highly as 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 great as they view Obama, if you probably ask them, they they don't think Obama was necessarily good for HBCUs. They think that you know, and 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 that's understandable why they feel that way because I think you know he did a lot of stuff to change kind of Pell grants and Pell right, loans. Right. So they kind of they took away a lot of their grant money, which is different than loans. So if you get grant, it's easier for you know especially a lot of low-income, middle-income students to come than if you change it to a loan because if you get a grant, that's actually just saying you're wiped away of those charges rather than if you get a loan, you're, you have to pay that back eventually. Right. So I know that, um, you know, I think that, you know, I think that why a lot of them went is that they hope that there is some improvement because I know that a lot of them were, you know, they were kind of unsatisfied by, it's, by yeah. Obama. And that's, I think, a sad Reality, because I know because Obama did do very good things, but he right. also had some, you know, he had goods and bads. So I think now we can get into the. So do you want to give? Uh, I mean, con, do you want to give context to this? this I place? was just gonna say like, so basically, we go to Howard University, and the other day on our campus, there was a, it was like released all on social media, but um, someone spray painted. Someone uh, spray painted. Welcome to Trump's plantation. Overseer Way I AI Frederick. Um and like if you follow me on social media, you probably noted that that same day. You wanna drop a ad name? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was actually asking. I was trying to give you a plug, man. Not and it's current moment. But okay. uh the other day on my Snapchat it got reported that I was like spazzing. So like I seen a fair-skinned person who happens to be Caucasian, and this person looked or posed as a low-class citizen, maybe uneducated. They work for the university, didn't they? Yeah, they work for the oh, university. Okay. Yeah. So an average citizen. I'm an average citizen too, so no judgment passed. But when he walked up. Upon the statement, he began to take a picture and laugh, and I became offended. Why did I become offended? Because like you don't have the right to laugh at this because you don't understand the historical context of this being placed in a yard of the mecca of black education, and at this same time period, there were let's just say twelve and nine year olds on the yard, 
and they were asking the question of remember when you came up like yeah. oh Henry love the kids yeah. I was literally explaining to them that this should not be here and some person was just outraged and angered by our president's action on meeting with Trump and I don't agree at all to the response because they marked up the man yard they marked up the sidewalks they marked up everything and then it goes viral and then we have news stations coming at our students asking us how who did this it. how we feel yeah. about this and how do we respond when one i personally understand why our president met with him because we are what one of two federally funded schools i don't know but we're very we're one of a few private right especially hbcus right they so get, they get the amount we get right so we kind of need this stuff or yeah possible funding increases especially with us complaining about the current living standard or whatever yeah. your complaint may be um, so it's like it takes money and resources and connections to get the things that we want so if we're going to attend an elite African American university we should continue to like yeah, you I know think, yeah, I, think, I think it's hard because I think that you know the person kind of went too far I think that the person might have other or a group or whoever it was. I think that there are other avenues to voice your frustration, but I'm sure that I don't because you know they had the thing on top of Douglas and then on right. top of Locke. Yeah. But I think I think if you know as bad as it sounds, if you were judging it on effectiveness in terms of making sure that you know President Frederick is aware that students are are unhappy, because I think that you know I I think we can understand why he's meeting with him, but I think that you know in kind of the general context, he has been a little friendly to. Trump, even kind of before he started governing, which, you know, there are some things I I could disagree with him on, mm -hmm. but I'm still, you know, I'm still with him in terms of meeting with him, but I think that, you know, there are other ways to voice frustration without right. all of us looking, all, right. without all, all of us looking, looking like, at that's what I'm saying. I think, you know, because then it's kind of the thing where, it, which kind of off, too often happens to us, where it's like, oh, this one person did this, right. so you all must think this. And exactly. it's like, you know, we, we, we're more diverse than that in thought. <laughs> and, and that's the problem because it's like, for me, like how, how black people in general got backlash for the like whole Black Lives Matter statement and us standing behind it versus like Blue Lives Matter. It's like you can't justify a claim in, in, in the sense of like, okay, this matters or quantify a claim, mm -hmm. shall I say, um, because... Whomever marking the campus ground now makes me look bad. When I say, "Oh, I go to Howard University." Oh, you were that student, or did you know that student? Yeah. No, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Just in conversation, because like, it's just how do you go from excellence to? No, I mean I don't even think it's like an excellence thing. I just I for me I hope that it doesn't. You know, because I hope Frederick gets something out of this. Like, so I mean, I, I hope he I, gets I the message. I hope he gets the message that people are unhappy, but I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I hope it doesn't deter him from acting. I mean, because because that yeah. that would be a bad thing. Where if he all of a sudden has the yips and says, "Oh, I, uh, I don't want to," uh, gotcha, if, if he's gotcha. if he's all of a sudden t clenching up or having doubts, and you know, I think that that's that's an important thing to think about, and I think it does put pressure on him because that does look really bad. Exactly. So, but I think that um, what I think you don't want is, you know. What if all of a sudden something happens and Frederick's got to be pushing for us and he says, "I, I, I, I yeah, I'm gonna get killed if I meet with him." That and that, I think that yeah. for Frederick, I hope that he at least kind of has tunnel vision to some extent, or yeah. he's not looking at the blinders saying or the distraction, yeah. yeah, or just look at the long term goal in that you know people might not like this, but I have 
responsibility. I have a, I have a job to advocate for that exactly. student. Exactly. So exactly. I think if he takes that point and saying, I can't be afraid of that student, I have to advocate for what they want right. when they're there. And, you know, I think he can be creative in that and maybe that's, you know, doing a, saying a statement of, oh, I'm going to meet with Trump and this is what I'm going to talk about or this is what we discussed and here's where I think we might make some gains here or here's where I'm going to try to keep changing his mind on stuff. Whether that means he has to do that in the future just to kind of give us more clarity about uh-huh. it because I think that, you know, I think that, you know, all of us might be a little skeptical when of, of actually what's going down at the meeting. But I think that, you know, whether I, he doesn't need to disclose it to me, but I think that maybe for all of, you know, the student body to feel more comfortable with it, he might have to say, like, oh, here's what I'm doing or here's what I'm trying to do. Here's what other HBCU presidents are trying to do. So my, uh, so my laptop's about to die, so we should probably hit. Uh, some 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 real some real quick things. So Oprah was rumored. You sent me this, and I saw it somewhere else. Oprah was rumored um, to. She hinted at running in 2020, right? Yeah. Well, not really. So when I was watching it, it was kind of like, well, you know, I've never been asked the question, but <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. So her, Michelle, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna be out there lobbying, get support, and running. Listen, if you yeah. that'd be the first time Henry work for free in his life. <laughs> that'd be the first time I work for free in I'm my life. Tell you why I would not want that? Okay, one, I don't think Oprah would do it. This is it's 2017. Mm-hmm. Basically, she'd have to start in about a year and a half. Which right, that's a long time to campaign. Two, I just hope she doesn't do it. One, because I think you know, I I think politics has a way of unveiling some stuff we might not want to know about people. But and I you know, Oprah good man. She Donald did it. it. Donald did it. Donald did it. Ooh, like Donald Trump. People actually like Oprah. That's what that's why she's an American president. Oh uh, no. She's the voice of the people. The voice of the Alright, that's real Trump you be quiet. Um Alright, let me see what else is um this budget. Oh, all right. We got seven uh, percent left <laughs> on this thing. All right. So, quick wrap up. Um, so, actually, this is actually kind of big. So, uh, just found this out. So, um, Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, you find it? He's gonna. Yeah, I was reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for context, um, he apparently talked to the Russian ambassador. Yes. During the time of the campaign, yes. and then under oath, yes. um, Senator Al Franken from Minnesota asked him if he did, mm-hmm. and he said, "Not to my knowledge." Exactly. So basically, he lied under oath. Right. So now my question is constitutionally, can he be impeached? No. Okay. He, he Democrats of the Charles Chuck Schumer, the top Democrat in the Senate, asked for him to be, ask for his resignation. But I mean, but that's just kind of like the political theater aspect of it. Trump said he's good with him. Um, so but this but, is this is the question most people may pose. With these fraudulent politics going on, with people lying and not directly answering questions, and then people lying under oath, how do we know that our justice system, which they most likely the opposing... We don't. Jeff Sessions is already a little out there, but I think the most important thing is that whatever today at like 4 o'clock, he's going to remove himself from any investigation involving Jeff Sessions. Involving... Because basically they were saying like, okay, you, you talk to the Russian ambassador during the campaign. You can't investigate... The Russian situation. If you were talking to these folks, yeah. So, but, so basically, okay. he's, he's removing himself, uh-huh. which is good because basically, if he wouldn't, he would have been the person selecting a special prosecutor. He would have basically been like, "Oh, okay, I know you. You're good." Nah, I understand that. So, but like, he also not. 
I've read the other day he's not big on human nor civil rights. I mean, any cases they he, have been. No, he's re- not. So I mean, so he's. I mean, he's not a good AG pick. But I mean, that's just kind of. So we've come to the conclusion that these cabinet picks are going to have us in a rough, rough four years. Yeah. yeah. Let's in not make time. it eight, buddy. That's a good way to finish. Henry Woods, thank you. March second, <laughs> we'll probably talk about this more. Thank you, bro. No, what basically this podcast is 